church Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise the Lord, it is chat time. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time once again, where we discuss current events as well as scriptures. Praise the Lord. So last week, I think it was last week, we we mentioned um, something about uh, Pew Research, about how many people believe in God or are falling away, um, who feel like they don't really believe that Jesus was when he was born as a baby. It was, you know, some nonsense like that. I don't know. But anyway, I forgot to mention an article that I read not too long ago, and it was actually on the Yahoo webpage, and and it was talking about what's your religion? That's the topic of the article. It says, what's your religion? And now, in the United States, a common reply when you ask somebody They'll say, none. I don't have a religion. You know, and and this article is talking about this woman, Natalie Charles, and she says even in her mid-teens, she felt unwelcome in her Baptist congregation with its conservative views on immigration, gender, and sexuality. So she left. I just don't feel like that gelled with my view of what God is and what God can be. And... That statement just, I don't know, it just doesn't fit with the Lord. You know, what can God be to, to people? I mean, it's like... As if he's he, he doesn't fit into your lifestyle. He doesn't, I mean, he doesn't change. You're right. He doesn't change to fit your beliefs. Right. You <laughs> have to come to the Lord and humble yourself so that he can change you. Uh, some, somebody sent me, I, I forget who uh, the person is that they quoted, but he said that something to the effect that, that the Son of Man, the Son of God became man so that men could become the sons of God. And I thought that was so impressive. It's just like... Say that again? Uh, the Son of God became man so that man can become the sons of God. Really? Yeah. And I thought that was, that's, that's so true, that the Lord came down so that we could have a chance, you know, to be like him. And the, when people leave, you know, a, a church, I, I've, I've had heard my share of all the different types of reasons or causes as to why they leave or want to leave a, a, a church. But if the person is receiving the word of God 
And if that person has a connection with the Lord, I mean through the Holy Ghost, and that they are saved, this attitude that they have, that they can just, that they are somehow connected to something that's, that's to me, earthly. It's almost like that's how they look at the church. It's not like they look at the church as a place of worship in order for them to con in order for them to connect with the Lord, they look at it like it's just an organization, almost like a glorified social club. Well, I don't know. In this article, it says, after leaving her New Jersey church three years ago, she identified as atheist, hmm. then agnostic, before embracing a spiritual but not religious life. In her dorm, she blends rituals at an at an altar, chanting Buddhist she doesn't even know what she's worshiping. and Hindu <laughs> right. mantras and paying homage to her ancestors as she meditates and prays. What like the Lord told the Samaritan woman, woman, you don't know what you're worshiping. You don't know what you're doing. She's just doing some of any and everything. There was an anthropologist, it was a female anthropologist, and in her home, she had every, well, she did all these digs, and, and, and these sites, they had, you know, artifacts, that related to their God. So she brought them all back to her, her home at each site that she visited, and, and they asked her why. She said just in case. She didn't want to miss out, you know, on who would be the true oh God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so she brought them all home. I thought, oh, my goodness. And this is how this person is doing. It's just like she's shotgunning everything just in case, you know. But instead of going to the Lord and asking the Lord, I see a lot of people who forsake uh, the teachings of Christ, and they go after all these man-made, meditative, you know, uh, guru type. But see, I can't, I can't see uh, meditating, like she said, meditating or paying homage to your ancestors. Yeah, well, that, that's because a lot of people believe that the ancestors, you know, I have relatives that talk that way. They believe that the ancestors are still among us, that their, their spirit guides us, that they're watching over us. See, the, you know, we, we know that when we leave here, it's not, it's not, it's the end of our term here. It's the end of our time here on this earth. But we know that our, our spiritual lives, our soul goes on. Well, they believe that ancestors, they go on, but they go on to the point where they are still connected to us here and that they're guiding us and leading us and watching over us here. So, but even so, I would not pray to them. Say, say if that was so, they're not my God. I would not, I wouldn't, Alter uh, offer up anything as like unto an altar unto them because I don't worship them, but a lot of people worship their ancestors, and if they do, that's idol worship. I don't know. So she's uh, struggles with this because um, she says that um, she grew up as a Baptist, attended church regularly. She left mainly because of the church's unequal treatment of women. Uh, Not yeah. everyone in her family knows she has forsaken religion, and some who do know struggle to accept it. There are certain people who I can't tell that I'm an atheist, she says. It has made me draw away from my family. Then why is she praying? I mean, what, what Maybe is this the point? Is a, I don't know. Because then she's that's just... A, that's another person I'm talking about. It's a Protestant... Shanda Simmons of Lakewood, 
Lakeland, Florida, oh, she's an who started to identify as an atheist in 2013. And um, so who's the one that's chanting to Buddha? That is um, Natalie Charles in, um, <clears throat> I forget what state she's in. Okay, but she doesn't identify as an atheist. She just identifies as being spiritual. Yeah, okay. I know a lot of people that say that I'm spiritual. Yeah, they probably I'm are. spiritual. Full of them, full yeah. of spirits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they say that, I don't know, spiritual in the yeah, sense that just, yeah. um, they like the wooded area. <laughs> I, I guess worshiping nature or something, I don't know. I'm spiritual, I'm just not religious, you know. But I think, you know, when you um, seek after the Lord, it's not a religion. It's not being some, I mean, you're spiritual, but it's more of a connection to the Lord. It's a relationship with the Lord. It's um, a fellowship. It's a communion with the Lord. Right, right. It's a communion with him. It's like um, something personal. You pay homage to him. You give him honor. You thank him for what he has done for you he you you appreciate the fact that he died on the cross and and gave us an opportunity to have eternal life you know and and when you pray to him and ask him and thank him and give him all the honor and the glory and praise he turns your life around after you're saved he turns everything around i don't care what it is it may take a long time for some things, you know, some things just don't happen overnight, but, but, um, he does change your life. He does heal your body. He changes your heart. He touches your mind. He makes you he, a brand new creature. He converts you. The Lord says, sip, you be converted. I don't, it, you I, have, and, you have and to be so born all again. these people that say that, that they're called the nuns, N-O-N-E-S. Well, that's one way of putting it. That's, that's kind of weird. That's probably how they feel, <laughs> you know. But they don't have to if they would let, just let the Lord renew their mind. See, and I think what, you know, so here's another person in this article who's an advocate of the nuns, and his name is Kevin Bowling. He grew up in a military family, served as a Roman Catholic altar boy in college. He began to question the church's role and grew dismayed about his position on sexuality after he came out as gay. Of course you're going to think that, you know, because you're not in line with the word with of God. God. Right. You're not. And now he's the executive director of the Secular Student Alliance, which has more than 200 branches in colleges and schools nationwide. The chapters, he said, serves as havens for secular students or those questioning their faith. And I think you either question your faith because you're contrary to the word of God or the Holy Spirit is drawing you and the Lord's trying to get you to change your life. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think there's just two. You either you either are going to... Like those said, they drive go, them or draw them. Go toward the Lord mm -hmm. or you're going to go away from the Lord. Right. You know, so I find that um, a lot of people, I don't know. And I think with the, the way the government took a stand on same-sex marriage and um, 
And then the way the churches fell in line with it, you know, not all, but uh, a good, a great deal of these so-called established denominations uh, sort of just forsook the word embraced. of God and embraced a governmental law, you know, a, a law. And of course, you know, we as Christians accept everybody. You don't, you don't turn anybody away. You want them to know the love of God. You but, want but them you to them, know. Yeah, but, but you let them know. They have to be delivered. Right. And we can't deliver you. God has to deliver you. Right. So I just wanted to make a mention about that article about the nuns. Not N-U-N-S-N-O-N-E-S. What, what's a, that's something to, to identify with, you know, as nothing. Right. <laughs> Basically, is what they're saying. <laughs> right. So... So I don't know, I, uh, someone sent me a, a, a YouTube video and I found this article. And, and this is another reason why, you know, and the Lord said there's going to be a great falling away from the church. There is. Right, and it doesn't mean that the churches won't be packed. He's talking about in your heart. You can have, filled to the rafters, but spiritually and, and you, you have And you can have different kinds of churches that aren't, Practicing the word of God. Right. And it could be filled to the rafters, but you have fallen away from God's will. But I found this article, and, um, and I know Christmas is over, but, you know, this came from ChristianHeadlines.com. And there was a satan satanic holiday display inside the state capitol building of Illinois. And it sparked a lot of protests from, well, I don't know why they say just a Catholic group. You know, because I think it, it hits home with anyone Anybody who serves the Lord. Right. And, um, and they argue such installations should not be allowed in the Capitol building or any public space. And what it is is a display which was placed inside the Capitol's rotunda portraying the deity Baphomet lying in a makeshift crib as an infant an image similar to the birth of Christ. According to the members of the Satanic Temple of Illinois, the piece is a display of positive values, <laughs> such as plural, plurality, plurality, unity, compassion, empathy. It's evil. Right. I don't know where they're getting compassion. It's evil. Right. Empathy. It's evil. Yes. It's not unity. Right. It's dividing the nation, dividing the people. There's no such thing as unity in a satanic display. Right. And the picture, if you, if you did see it, if someone happened to send it to you, it looked like a little alien <laughs> yeah. baby right. laying on his back in this little yeah. makeshift crib. Mm -hmm. it, it's... Uh, With all his genitalia exposed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just stupid. I know. It's, there's nothing holy or unifying right. or because if, compassionate If they about were compassionate, that. if they had love, they would not be satanic. It's the opposite of God. You can't take God's name from him because his glory he won't give to another. So if you're saying Satan says he's compassionate, that he's unifying, and, uh, uh, and that he's love, divine, then... He would be God, and he's not God because God would not give his glory to another. I, <clears throat> I realize that it's a public place. You know, and politicians rule, and they don't want to offend anybody. 
They want to include. Well, they don't mind I mean, this is a, They don't mind this offending is a, Christians. A, they, 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 want, they don't care if they offend Christians. This, this is, is like, <laughs> they offend all right. A time of, in, this is our season. We're in, of inclusion. No, they don't. They don't I mean, it's, it's like that's what they're saying. You know, yeah, but they're, they but they're lying because they exclude the Christians. They include everybody but those who are worshiping Christ. You can't say Jesus. You can't bring out the Bible. You can't talk about God's goodness. You can't talk about deliverance, about the Holy Spirit. You can't say there's only two genders. Oh, my goodness. You can't, you know, you can't say there's just a he or she. You know, you can't do anything. We can't refer back to the word of God. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear the truth. Lord said it's going to come a time. Well, here's something that I found this morning for the program, and I was just so, I was really taken aback. You know, it says a painting of George Floyd royals a Catholic university. Mm. Here we go, a Catholic university. I don't care if you're Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, I don't care who you are, mm -hmm. but here's a picture, you know, and I know that we've all seen pictures of uh, Mary. Mm -hmm holding Jesus who was crucified on the cross uh -huh. and there's like halos right. you know golden halos around uh -huh. and so this is a picture of and granted they're all mostly white people I mean they're painted white you know mm -hmm. Caucasian but this one is a painting uh, depicting the Virgin Mary and Jesus, Jesus, mind you, it says, depicting Mary and Jesus with gold halos encircling their heads, and both would be black. Also, the image of Jesus isn't a, well, I don't know. It says the image of Jesus would resemble George Floyd. Well... A okay. black man who has been killed by the white police. Well, they can't say that Jesus didn't. That George Floyd doesn't look like Jesus because they don't know what Jesus looked like. This is why I believe the Lord said no images because all it does is spark controversy. So the Lord said, no, nah, no, nah, don't, 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 no images. The painting is entitled Mama, and and I guess it didn't attract much uh, notice in. It just didn't attract a whole lot of notice. And mainly because I believe uh, when it comes to those type of images of the Virgin Mary holding the baby or something like that, it, to me it's, it's almost like a universal type of thing. So you, it's not going to be, and because most, I mean, you have your, your Catholic uh, religion, but most people aren't Catholic. So they don't, they don't attribute the same type of reverence to the Virgin Mary that the Catholic Church does. So I believe that's why you don't find too much of a protest. Well, but, anyway. but the Lord said no images. Because, I mean, you can't say that Floyd doesn't look like Jesus because you don't know what Jesus looked like. But the point is, the Lord said in the Old Testament, and I believe that's why he held to it, no images. Because when people do that, they have a tendency to worship the image or the statue that's been made they reverence it beyond of what the lord intended for them to do yeah that's how they're going to do the beast they're going to worship the image of the right beast. so anyway in uh november the daily signal 
a conservative website published an article about the work and about the university's recently published report on diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And students created a petition calling for its removal. That month, the painting was stolen. Uh, yeah. Somebody the took it. said, okay, the you won't take it down, we will. The university replaced it in, in November with a smaller copy. The school's policy was not to cancel speakers or prevent speech by members of the community. But now that a copy, too, has been stolen. Right, they're saying, if you won't take it down, we won't, we won't allow it to be up. They said in a, a statement <laughs> after the theft, but now that a copy, too, has been stolen, the student government has passed a resolution calling for further displays of the work on campus to be banned, citing religious objections. I, I don't think they should be putting up any illustration. I don't think there should be a Virgin Mary, period. I don't think there should be an image of Christ, period. But the, I guess, aside from that, I it's like making George Floyd... Um, Trying to deify him like, like a, a type of a, a Christ-like uh, figure, you know. That's if that's how people identify with him, you know. But I, what would be the difference if they did a nondescript person said, "Well, that looks an awful lot like uh, Martin Luther King to me," and, you know? I say, "Well, maybe it does to you." But like, like Paul said, if if you know there's but one God, you know that George Floyd is not him. So why even be bothered with it? Because you know, like when he said, if you're eating something and it's been offered to idols, and you know there's but one God, he said, your conscience is clear. But if the next person sitting next to you says, is this offered to an idol? He said, don't eat it. Because then, their conscience is condemning them. Well, anyway, then uh, someone sent me this article from the Christian headlines saying that Trump says that America needs a savior right now, and it's somebody much higher up than me. Yeah, I hope you realize that the boy, does that man have an ego? <laughs> man, he's about to say a boy that's his hair. <laughs> he was delivering a Christmas greeting to Dallas church, and he, he spoke roughly for 10 minutes to the members of the First Baptist Church in Dallas following a sermon by... Pastor Robert Jeffries, who endorsed Trump in 2016. And uh, the former president continually hinted at a potential run um, in 2024, which, if successful, would make him the only second president to serve a non-consecutive term. But anyway, well, uh, I don't, Trump I don't quoted know. scripture, yeah. you know, read a little scripture, but... Um, he says, we're in trouble. I think our nation's in great trouble, he said at the beginning of his remarks. I don't think we've ever had a time like this with what happened in Afghanistan, the way it was done so badly. And you look at the borders and you look at the inflation, which is going to rip our country into pieces. We had no inflation. We had oil, but much of it coming from Texas. We even filled up the strategic reserves for decades and decades. They were empty and getting lower all the time. But I will say there's a lot of clouds hanging over our country right now, very dark clouds. Um, You're right. I don't, I don't necessarily like Trump, but I do respect him because especially for his stand when it came to the churches 
and not being ashamed to acknowledge the Lord. Right. That's very important to me. And when he says that we need somebody higher, uh, much somebody much higher right. up yes. to help our country, that's true. Mm-hmm. We do. We need the Lord. We need his help. We need his direction. We need his guidance. We need to right. get on our knees and pray and humble ourselves before uh, before the Lord so that he can heal our land, so that right. he can do something. For us. You know, because we've gone so far off mm-hmm. to, to the left. We've gone so... Yes. It's not like the Lord isn't trying to reach us. People don't want to hear. You know, and I think part of the th- what a lot of people need, you know, a lot of people are going through hardships. A lot of people are going through um, terrible situations, not only as a result of uh, COVID or pandemic or layoffs or, or whatever. And I think what happens is that because of all the hardships and uh, however we're affected by the government, mm-hmm. you know, it's causing bitterness to set up in our hearts uh, toward each other. You know, right. and how the government has changed the laws and regarding abortion and same-sex marriages, right. and and how people are coming out in droves mm-hmm. in every day, and, and you and, and you can't figure out why they're, they're they're mentally ill, emotionally depressed. Can't they? Can't seem to connect the two. When you're trying to tell them you need the Lord, and they're saying, "No, no, no, that's not it." <laughs> we need to we need to practice our faith more. We need we need the encouragement that the Bible can give us. We need we need to get saved. We need, we need to uh, humble um, ourselves, repent, and ask the Lord to save us. Anyway, that's it for our program this week. Yes, praise the Lord, and praise the Lord again. This week's verse of the day comes from Ephesians 5, verses 1 and 2. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Now, ain't God all right? God God is all all right. right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was a wholesome tongue is what? And the answer is a tree of life. And that answer can be found in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4, which reads, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. But perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit, a tree of life. This week's food for thought is the fruit of the righteous is what? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.